Good morning, my brothers and sisters. Welcome to episode number 23 in the book of 1 Timothy. I'm going to title today, Elders That Stand in Fear. Yesterday, we talked about the selection process for uh, elders, or at least part of it. Today, we're going to talk about the disciplining or the correction process that is in place for elders. It's kind of the Matthew 18 corollary passage for pastors. It's very sobering. It's very humbling. And the result is that the goal is that this correction process causes other elders to stand in fear, to, to have good behavior. So yesterday we talked about characteristics and we asked, what kind of man do you want over you? What kind of uh, man does God want over you? And uh, if your answer is nobody, well, let's disabuse that right off the bat. Uh, we don't know everything. We don't see everything. We're human. We're marked by the, the deceitfulness of sin. Then we've got a hostile environment outside. Sort of we have the wolves of Satan outside with the wiles and schemes and uh, authorities and powers outside of us. Then we've got the deceitfulness of sin inside and wolves among us in, in the flock. So my, oh my, we need good pastors and good elders. And the good ones, it's best to honor them. That's what we did yesterday. Today, we're going to find out the charge to us and how we discipline sort of bad elders. Here we go. This is from Matthew, correction, 1 Timothy chapter 5, and I'm going to start in verse 19. Do not admit a charge against an elder except on the evidence of two or three witnesses. As for those who persist in sin, so these are the, the bad elders, rebuke them in the presence of all so that the rest, the rest of the elders, may stand in fear. In the presence of God and, in, and of Christ Jesus and of the elect angels, I charge you to keep these rules without prejudicing, doing nothing from partiality. Prejudging, excuse me. Keep these rules without prejudging. Do nothing from partiality. Do not be hasty in the laying on of hands or take part in the sins of others. Keep yourself pure. Then in parentheses, no longer drink only water, but use a little wine for the sake of your stomach and your frequent ailments. Verse 24, the sins of some men are conspicuous, going before them to judgment, but the sins of others appear later. So also good works are conspicuous, and even those that are not cannot remain hidden. So on one hand, uh, because elders have been pre-qualified, that is, that their qualifications are respectability, being well thought of by outsiders. Um, uh, basically, it's a person that has not fallen into disgrace, a person that's been above reproach. Uh, it's been a proven manager that any charges have a bar of two or three witnesses. Now, my first thought was this is a higher bar than regular people, but actually it's not. So back in Deuteronomy 19.15, it talks about how many, and just a regular citizen, how many uh, witnesses are needed. And again, it's two to three. So it's not of a more privilege, the, the, the pastor's accusation, but it's also not of less. So here's the big question for today was, what if my pastor falls? What if my elders sin and persists in sin? So that means that he said, hey, what I'm doing is okay. And then after further review, further reflection, he, th he says, it's still okay when all along it, it's not. So because it's a public office, it requires the failure of that public office requires a public rebuke. Think about this. So the failure uh, in this office can result in the betrayal of the trust of, you know, dozens of people, even hundreds of people, and occasionally thousands of people. So 
agree with me, it's a special office and a special rebuke is necessary. And that, the rebuke goes beyond that, that applies to regular citizens of the church in Matthew 18. So the exposure is the part of this. There's no cover up. Why? So that other, it's not just just to be mean to the guy. The the reason you do it is because other elders need to see it and stand in fear. So do you want an elder that stands in fear? The answer to that is yes. Yes, I do. It's a mark of a good elder. It, in fact, you can kind of almost put it in their job description. So if you have multiple witnesses, a plurality of accusations, diligent inquiry, and public rebuke, purging the evil from you, the result should be that the rest of the elder shall hear it and fear it. And it, it says in Deuteronomy, uh, why do you punish people? Why are there, you know, why are there laws? So that your eye shall not pity and the rest of the people shall hear and fear. So it's brutal. This is admirable. It's holy. It's a blessing and it's corrective. But then the reason behind all of that is that it's preventative so that others don't fall into this. Verse 22 talks about don't be hasty in the laying on of hands. Uh, so why is that? Well, let's carefully select so we don't ever need to discipline process. The, the, the point of this passage is try never to do it. Um, but if you need to, let's do it right. Let's obey God in the correction. They're watching uh, uh, from heaven. It's viewed by the presence of God and of the presence of Jesus Christ and of, of elect angels. Um, so we want to do the right things here. Why? Because God is looking down from up there. All right, so teaching points, final conclusions. Do you have a pastor that's over you that's worthy of double honor? If so, do then double honor him. And if not, um, it, 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 has your behavior or your position uh, separated yourself from pastoral care? There's no provision in the New Testament, no biblical model for a believer who is outside the purview, the jurisdiction, and the shepherding of a pastor, elder, uh, overseer. So if you've been hurt by a misapplication of authority that that office has uh, given to his beloved church, let me apologize for the hurt. But if your conclusion is that I don't want to ever submit again, then I'm saying to you, you're outside the biblical mandate. So the step one is, is there a message, a method for pastors to be corrected and dismissed and disqualified? Yes, there is. And there is a method method for you to be restored. I think that involves forgiveness. But then here, find a Bible church that qualifies its elders, that stands and and end result of all the the process of qualifying an elder, and submitting elders to a discipline process when necessary. Why? So the other ones stand in fear, and that's a person that you can submit to, like a hundred percent of biblical believers are obligated to do. So today, let's find elders that stand in fear and then stand under them. Thanks for listening.